0: This is a curio cast podcast emporium fueled by perpetual self-doubt. Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about the characters we all know and love and have forgotten as well. With me today is the wonderful, the lovely, the magnificent Michael M. Rader. Hello.
1: I don't know why. I, no, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I. I don't know why I did that. Well, you know, you, you could retry I, it. You know, it was like, you know, like Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. like, Hello. when she, you know, puts her face, with the face in the... P- I don't know why I was... T- <laughs> delete so- this podcast.
0: <laughs> no, don't. Because, first off, it's the last day of the week with Michael. Which, boo.
1: But Boy, am I going out on a high note. But
0: you are, because we're going to be talking about the apple of my eye. the The person who I... Think is one of the best characters in the entire Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a doctor. The,
0: the, the, the doctor of my heart. The god emperor of my realm. My f- the, the Iron Man of, of my <laughs> eye. <laughs> it's Dr. Doom. Doom!
1: I don't know why I did that either. God. Well,
0: you know what? No. I I first off, I don't, I don't even really like saying Doctor Doom. I just
1: like saying Doom because
0: I feel like the doc. Yeah, I feel like yeah. he transcended Doctor hey,
1: Doom. He's 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 a man of many. I mean, stripes. I mean, he's he's Emperor Doom. Yeah. God Emperor Doom of Battle World. He's uh, you know, Dictator Doom. I don't know what, what are what are all his titles. Well,
0: well let's let's. Well, let's talk about I think one of the most interesting things about him. First off, he's the ruler of Latveria. Yes. Um, and he does rule by fear, but yeah. But like he does, he does one thing that I think is uh, first off, it's canon. I don't care what anyone says. Um, but he makes sure that all the, all the kids in Latveria go to bed on time and brush their teeth.
1: Hello, people of Earth. Once again, it is I, Dr. Fortnite! It seems that... Okay, somebody's talked about two doctors now. It's, it's becoming a trend, but I'm not that worried. I still have most of my powers, and I am not going to be deferred from my goals. Now, I can't take over the world anymore, but I can still take over one of the better continents. And I will not be stopped unless they unless somebody talks about four more fictional doctors over the course of this fortnight, which is simply impossible. I will not be defeated
0: Which I feel is, is it's a
1: feat. Hey, that's yeah, I mean he knows what's good for them. And all of them get all of them get education.
0: Like everyone in Latveria yeah. is yeah. is required by law to get educated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and, and, I mean, maybe it's because he wants their brain power to fuel his, uh, you know, evil robotic schemes, but...
0: Sure. And sure, he has an army of Doombots.
1: Uh, of course. Uh, but, I mean, who wouldn't want an army of Doombots?
0: Yeah, who wouldn't want an army of Doombots? He's... I don't know where to start with him. He's hes very complex, Okay, Um,
1: let's- I I think- okay, here's where I think we should start. We should start with the fact that not only is he one of the world's most brilliant scientists, he is also one of the world's greatest magic users.
0: Yes, well, here- yes, he is. He's- he, uh, he was pretty much raised by- they say gypsies in the book.
1: Uh, Yeah. But let's say Roma. we would- In these more enlightened times, we would say Roma. Yeah, the Roma. um,
0: And he was taught magic by his Mm -hmm. sorceress mother. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, he's a genius. The thing is, Mm -hmm. though, um, he is the world's best second place person. Because he's not the best at everything, but he's real good at it. Like To the point that I think he's basically like a renaissance man.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, because, you know, yeah, Dr. Strange is much better at magic than Dr. Doom is. But the fact that Dr. Doom is, you know, can do the science and the magic, Dr. Strange can't do science. And Reed Richards can't do magic. I mean, Dr. Doom's got it both. Get a man who can do both. And unlike uh, some other doctors out there, uh, Dr. Doom is a real doctor. He has a multiple PhDs. Yeah.
0: And I would also say he's uh he, I would also say that he's a pretty good magician and everything. To the point, and he he melds uh science and magic together really well, which is why he has so many fantastical things such as the time door, I wanna say, which is basically which is basically just a square on the ground it goes up and you go through time and it's it's been used a lot. <laughs> and uh he sometimes he doesn't have a hold of it, but you know,
1: Now, I mean, should- okay, should we talk about Kang the Conqueror and how Kang may be Dr. Doom, but we don't know for certain?
0: Um...
1: Or should we just not even venture into Kang territory? Let's not
0: venture into Kang, because I'm gonna have a hard enough time explaining him on his own episode.
1: (laughs) That's true. It's (laughs) gonna be a while before we get to Kang. It's
0: going to be, because we're, you know, we're not speeding- I mean, we're kind of speeding through the books, but there's like eight volumes- no, nine volumes of the 1987 official book of The Marvel Universe. So we're, we have some time. Um, I think one of the interesting things is Doom is not quote-unquote evil. He's seen the future. He's seen every possible future. And the only future where the universe doesn't get destroyed is where he rules the universe. Which is not universe, the world. And that's why he uh, keeps on trying to take over things. Well, for a while. Uh, right now, he is the infamous Iron Man. He's not playing the opposite, but he kind of took over Tony Stark's—not Tony Stark. It's—it's uh, it's hard. Okay, so there's Riri Williams. It's com-
1: its complicated.
0: Yeah. Who is Iron Heart? And then there's Doctor Doom, and Doctor Doom is Iron Man right now, mm-hmm. along with Riri Williams. Right. Um, and it's really interesting comic because it's—he's. Like, he's, like, if Iron Man used magic, <laughs> which is real cool. Which is
1: everything we've ever wanted.
0: Exactly. Then, also, the art in it's amazing. I'll try to get some mm. stills up and everything, but, like, it's not traditional, like, penciling, line art and stuff. It's, like, it's very... <sighs> I don't know what the proper term I mean, it, is, but... it's like, a lot
1: more, like, I mean, they are a lot more, like, paintings, like, I mean, they're very... It's way more paint yeah, like... Yeah,
0: and it's it's very interesting. It's I don't know. It's it's hard for me to talk about it right now, just because (sighs) like I'm thinking about. I'm just like, oh man, I love that book. (laughs) Um, the other so so the last thing though he was in before Mm -hmm. he was the infamous Mm -hmm. Iron Man was uh, Secret Wars. He was the did did you like
1: Secret Wars, Jesse? Oh
0: yeah, I did. Oh, I'm (laughs) a little unclear
1: on how you feel about Secret (laughs) Wars.
0: Oh, I feel like it's great. It has like one of the best. I think it already has like it has one of the best, I think, lines in it, where like he basically gives up control of the universe and everything, and gives up mm-hmm. his godlike powers, which is basically channeled through Molecule Man.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's the Beyond a Universe molecule. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing.
0: It's a whole thing. Um, it was uh, Hickman wrote it, so it's a it's a right. thing. <laughs>
1: I, unfortunately, to understand the whole thing, you would need to read uh, Secret Wars 2 from the 1980s, which I do not recommend.
0: And also, you have to read, like, I think 120-some issues of yeah. multiple Avengers runs.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. I love Hickman. Like anything in comics. I love Hickman. Yeah.
0: Don't get me wrong. I love Hickman. <laughs> there was a lot. There was a lot to read to understand everything that was going on. Yep. Um, let's just say Hickman's better in trade. Let's just say that. I <laughs> believe <A laughs> we'll little... that. So, doom. Doom. But Doom. Doom. Um, he was God Emperor Doom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, basically what he did was he, uh, the, there was the convergence event yeah. where all of the, all of the worlds were going to collide and kind of, mm-hmm kill each other. Like,
1: yeah, universes were collapsing in on each other and overlapping and...
0: Yes, and that's what the New Avengers at the time, uh, was, they're trying to basically stop that from happening by basically blowing mm-hmm. up different worlds. Yep. Because there are the Illuminati, which... Yeah. In the Marvel Universe, not the lizard people who actually rule the world <laughs> right now. No. But like, in no, the real world. Yeah.
1: We're not talking like Beyoncé. We're talking about... Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, the- Reed Richards and all the smarty pants who think that they know better than us.
0: Yeah, because Reed Richards thinks he
1: knows better. Mhm. And where did it get him?
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, okay, you know what the unfortunate <laughs> thing is? Reed was gone for a real long time in and the Earth 616 I think they brought him back in it, the last issue of Infamous Iron no. Man, and, and I'm just oh, I am no.
1: I am really okay with Reed being dead. Right. It's just like, I'm totally okay with Wolverine staying dead, totally okay with Reed staying dead, let's just...
0: Yeah... Let
1: let Sleeping Dogs lie.
0: Please. We don't, like... The Fantastic Four kind of ran its thing. I love the Fantastic Four, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I love the Fantastic Four, I mean, I like the thing, and Johnny Storm, and Sue yeah. Storm. I like the Fantastic Four that isn't Reed Richards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so that one. But you... Yeah. The Fantastic Four is literally as old as my mom. Like you don't need it. It started think, the really. same year my mom was born. It is it is a very old series that has probably gone through all the storylines it really needs to go on and go yeah. through.
0: But you know who doesn't need to lie down ever? It's oh, doom. Doom, doom. And uh, basically Doom, when God when he was God Emperor Doom, he basically pulled the chunks of the world that was left in made Battle World which had lots of really great stories. You should Mm -hmm. read them.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, he did save everyone, let's be clear. he did save everyone. He was doing, I mean, I wouldn't say a quote-unquote good thing. I mean, it's a very morally gray thing he did. But, I mean, I think it explored the complexities of being a god and making a world or universe functional.
0: But one of them, I think my favorite is, it's just a close-up of his mask and everything, and it's just, it's Mm -hmm. just like, I am God, which it was just like, yeah, you are, you're pretty cool. Yeah,
1: it was literally God.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, so it was at the end where he basically is just like, yo, Reed, and uh, Reed, Franklin, and um, Sue Storm kind of stayed behind to to reform the the world, which technically there's less worlds, but I'm still gonna call Earth. I'm still gonna call the Prime because it's supposed to be like it's always going to be universe Prime. No, it's six one six. Uh, but it says like I was God, uh, Valerie, and I found it beneath me, and it's just that that's right before just like (sighs) oh God, I love you so much, I love you. I don't know. That is great. He's real good at making proclamations even when he's losing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. He he yeah, he's someone who never grovels. He never never loses his dignity.
0: He's he's willpower. Right. <laughs> like, I... That's like like I would say that that's maybe his superpower. hmm Like he like his superpower
1: is uh, like super unflappability.
0: Yeah, like he's an affable.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely affable. Yeah, I'd say one problem I have really had with Doom's, uh, whole, you know, Secret Wars plot, um, was the fact that he like took Reed Richards family, like he made Sue Storm Ooh. like his wife and love, you know, made her love him and D- like had the kids. I mean, it was gross, but I mean, it's, well, I mean, it fits with Doom. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, the... This- I do the one thing I do kinda like is his and Valerie's uh relationship, which is mm-hmm. the super intelligent four year old daughter of Reed Richards, who right. I feel like he's emasculated by, just like he is by his son. But yep. you know, it's me. Uh <laughs> just putting things on Reed Richards, that's probably completely true. <laughs> yeah, it probably is, yeah. Yeah. But Valerie is basically just as probably just as smart as Reed Richards at four. She technically doesn't have any superpowers, even though a lot of things consider super genius, I mean, super intelligence
1: as super, as superpower.
0: I you know of maybe. a sort, yeah, of a sort. But um, but their relationship is really cool because like mm-hmm. Valerie, because first off, first off, like Valerie calls uh, Doom Uncle Doom, mm-hmm. like it, like it's like they're and Valerie, Valerie pretty much does the same thing. Like she's probably. Not going to go evil, but, like, not... She's definitely
1: gray. More gray than I yeah, think. Yeah, She's in that neutral alignment.
0: Yeah, and uh Franklin... Franklin is just a sweet baby boy. I love he him is. so much.
1: <laughs> Franklin's a good boy.
0: He's he's my... He's, he's just the sweetest baby boy, and I love him so much. He's my little... He's my good little god. He's a good little <sighs> god. <laughs> by the way uh franklin richards is he's basically god and there's a Mm -hmm. essay i will put on that is i think a very good um argument and i'll also say that hickman kind of played with this also i think he kind of made it canon where reed richards actually has a lot of influence over the Marvel universe Mm -hmm. because he does like I mean, it's hard, it's hard not to argue it because like basically the, the people that he, like the heroes and stuff that he loves and stuff, they tend to come back a lot. True. And also they tend not to age as much because you see like the further out from Reed Richard, I mean, from the New York and stuff you get, like those characters actually age and a lot of them stay dead. But, and I mean, there's also, I mean, there's also writers, but you know, whatever. Uh, but they pretty much, um, like, like, you know, the people that he likes a lot, like, let's say Spider-Man, who is his favorite hero, which really, really, it really annoys Johnny Storm that Spider-Man is, uh, Franklin's favorite hero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, like, you know, like, people like those people, uh, they tend to stay alive and they tend to stay young
1: true
0: um while people like the x-men and stuff like they actually age people die mm-hmm. and everything and on page this is an on page thing um where it was during the fear itself thing where thor basically killed the thing once he when he had the hammer uh one of the hammers of destruction like he put mielner through him he had a hole and he was dead and there was like a little page basically. Where uh, he and Valerie and Herbie was just like, Herbie, help me, help me get him uh, up in up in my room, and he's just like, and Franklin said, uh, Dad tells me not to do this, but he's Uncle Grimm. and he basically puts him back alive, and he exercise the evil from him. She's just like, what happened? It's like, oh, you got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So yeah, he has the power over life and death. He
0: no, he has the power over the universe, and yeah. and he's also becomes best like Franklin also becomes best friends with Galactus. Oh, which is great. Future Galactus, right? Which is, I will say this every single time. Like that, that like that reveal and everything was super cute and yeah, makes me cry every time. <laughs> but like basically, it's at the end of the universe, and him and Galactus, and like he basically makes it to where Galactus never has to eat again. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, "Hey, Galan, you know, whatever." And then at the end of the universe, had, uh, the universe is about to do the big crunch thing. It's just like I've seen this. I've seen this. The uh, universe die so many times. It's so sad. I mean, huh. it's so cold and lonely. And he's just like, s- kind of floating in space to be like, "It's okay, Galan. I'm with you."
1: Right, right. He's just sitting crisscross applesauce next to uh, Galactus, and <sighs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's I just
0: love it so much. Unfortunately, Hickman isn't writing Franklin anymore. Yeah. Because, because Hickman, cause you know what Hick, you, who Hickman loves? Dr. Doom, Valerie, Dr. and Doom. Franklin. Yep. <laughs> yes. He loves all three of those characters. <laughs> and, okay. So this was a big ramble fest, uh, about Dr. Doom, but I don't okay. know how else to do this. Yeah. Also, I mean, what it did... wait, wait. There's one thing I do want to say. Out okay. Of this book. All right.
1: Yeah. Cause so, we haven't even touched on the book at all.
0: No, we haven't. Um. He. Wait. Known superhuman powers. Due to training by the aliens Uvoids, Doctor Doom can psychically transfer his consciousness into the body of another human being.
1: <laughs> I mean, that seems unnecessary. I mean, he already has the magical powers. I mean, he doesn't need alien training. In my mind, but, but apparently you know he got it.
0: Well, Dr. Doob goes through a lot of stuff. Like, he's stolen the cosmic power from... Uh, Silver Surfer. Um... He's... I mean, he's done a lot. But, you know.
1: Whatever. He was... He's lived a full life.
0: He's lived a full life, and now he's trying to be a good guy. Now,
1: I'd like to... I mean, I think, honestly, one of my favorite, uh, interactions... Between Doom and somebody would actually be the uh squirrel girl Doctor doom dynamic uh the time squirrel girl was introduced was yeah. it I mean almost as a joke where she saves Iron Man from Doctor Doom because uh, as it turns out, Dr. Doom is very susceptible to squirrels um but in the unbeatable squirrel girl comic uh she faces off against Doctor. Doom again. Um, and it gets all, like, crazy, time-traveling so but, uh, you know, it's just, they have a really great dynamic, and Doctor Doom is just so, um, uh, antagonized by Squirrel Girl, and it just drives him crazy, and it's hilarious.
0: I think that if Marvel Studios was to get back the Fantastic Four property...
1: Oh, but that last movie was so good, they're no, never gonna give that back. No,
0: well, see, if they if they get it, they don't even have to touch the Fantastic Four, like, at all. Hmm. Doctor Doom would be, like, the best, mm. like, a big baddie after. Well,
1: so many good villains come yes. from Fantastic Four. I mean, there's yeah. so many villains that are off the table because of that.
0: Yeah, like, you can't do, like... First, like, you don't even have to touch... I mean, you could probably do a Galactus thing, but maybe... I think you
1: could do a Galactus. I mean, in something like Guardians of the Galaxy, I think.
0: Like, you can do Galactus, you can do Mole Man, which I think Mole yeah, Man would oh, be a yeah. really... Mm-hmm. Like, you can do Mole Man, you can do um, Annihilus. Annihilus would be cool. They Ooh, could use the Negative Annihilus,
1: Zone. Ooh, yes. blast Um... Mm the space phantom
0: (laughs) there's so many there's so many fantastic four (laughs) villains that are great No,
1: there are there are i mean and you kind of forget who's like even like originally a fantastic four villain because of it but yeah
0: but like i think they don't even have to touch like the fantastic four for like ever oh yeah
1: yeah
0: you know what i think would be a really great like, really great Fantastic Four movie. I'm going to say this a million times. All right. But I feel like the best Fantastic Four movie, and yes, I'm mostly basing this off of the Ultimates and the Ultimates Fantastic Four, but it'd be a Fantastic Four movie where they are basically underground trying to defeat the Mole Man.
1: I'd be into it.
0: It would basically be The Descent but with Mole Man, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where first off you can do real cheap CG True. because it's dark. Yeah, the, they're
1: they're in the shadow.
0: <laughs> they're in shadow, and also yeah, I just have
1: those little golems scuttering around.
0: And also, you can have really cool, uh, like if you just get the fire effects on Johnny Storm right, mm-hmm. you can do a whole thing where you play with light and shadow. Which is also. That's true.
1: That's true. You get a lot lot of flickering.
0: Yeah, like flickering and everything. And you get, uh, maybe you can make a Reed Richards that doesn't suck.
1: Oh boy, that would be the, that would be the dream though.
0: See, I want, I want a Reed Richards that I can like. But
1: who do you think? I mean, okay. Who do you think could be cat? Okay. Here. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to say mine. I think, and maybe this is a little bit of a like internet meme casting, but Nathan Fillion. I think could pull off the kind of smugness of Reed Richards, but also make it charming.
0: Hmm. See what I what I was thinking, because this is okay. This is me, and, I've, and a lot of other people, but um, I think that Reed Richards is probably on the spectrum somewhere.
1: Oh, okay. Just
0: because you can see how his interpersonal relationships mm-hmm. are and everything, and how right. like
1: very. So you're thinking Jim Parsons, Bazinga.
0: No, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> not a, if, you, if you were to do <laughs> someone. Yeah. Also, Big Bang Theory is mostly just making fun of someone with Aspergers. Please stop watching it.
1: <laughs> That's uh, all it. I will stop immediately. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: I hate that. But
1: whatever. It's <sighs> not a good show. But well. anyway, no, I won't. I won't go into it. Um, but um,
0: <laughs> but uh, I was thinking uh, if they were gonna go young. Mm-hmm. uh remy malik from okay mr...
1: from mr robot
0: yeah all right that's the only person i just want someone who i think would be uh, like a kind of good disaffected person
1: okay yeah i can see i can see where you're going with that like i guess i don't know i guess i was imagining the more like
0: uh like middle age is probably the best way but i think you see like i think You should, I think they should be like nine sixties throwback characters though. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, uh, Hank Pym and stuff like that. Yeah. Basically. Like you can set all their movies in that era. Basically, like the Silver Age era.
1: Right. Yeah, I think that would probably be a good idea.
0: And then have some of the characters kind of fold over. Cause they can actually do Doctor Doom in the universe now because the magic and technology element can actually be
1: used. That's true. Now that we've uh, gotten Doctor Strange in there and the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is going to have some crazy cosmic... E- Ego of the Living Planet is going to show up, so, you know, things yeah. are getting real lit.
0: So, yeah, we have we have lots of options to do lots of real fun things. Well, oh, you get the scrolls also. You know what would be real cool? You know what would be real cool? A Secret Invasion! A Secret uh, Invasion movie.
1: Oh, they nope. could do, they could do an excellent secret invasion movie.
0: They can do it over a couple movies where they're just kind of mm-hmm. hinting at it and then yeah. secret invasion.
1: Yeah. Set it up. Yeah. And yeah, set it up, uh, right after the infinity wars. Be great.
0: Yeah. That'd be real fun. Like, well, I'm hoping this is me. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they kill off, uh, Cap in infinity wars. That'd probably be a good idea. And hand it off to Bucky or Sam Wilson. I don't know if she's back. Yeah, yeah. Or Sam Wilson. One, yeah, either I one. You know. But then you can do like a Steve's
1: back thing <laughs> in one of them later. And, and I mean, like, if we're gonna do oh, a secret invasion here? sort of thing, <laughs> then we gotta get Spider Woman in there. And I would be really into having a Spider Woman in the uh, Marvel Universe and Marvel Cinematic Universe. Spider Man's back. <laughs>
0: I think you can do Spider Woman yeah, because so. I think she's she's yeah Spider Man's there, but that we well, don't I don't think you need to have Spider Woman. I think you can probably do.
1: Oh, I mean, you could probably I, you could probably you could do probably with, other do characters, with but, Captain
0: Marvel, maybe. Oh
1: yeah, that's right. We're gonna get Captain Marvel. That's right. You with
0: Captain Marvel, but you know you can do a lot with that. But Secret Invasion movie, that'd be you know, great.
1: Jesse, I gotta tell you. I, uh, went to the comic book store the other day and I saw a Captain Marvel coffee mug, uh, that was really cool. Um, it has that, uh, first issue cover with, you know, her just looking all badass, like punching her fists together, yeah. Yeah. uh, on it. I mean, it was great and it was on discount for like $2. So I bought it like right away. And then I realized that the handle is like entirely non-functional. It is a triangle with a star Mm. at the apex. So it, like, stabs your hand, but then, like, the hole that you can fit your finger in is too small to actually get, like, more than one finger in. So it is literally non-functional, but it looks so cool.
0: Well, then you just put it up on a shelf, then.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I did. I put it on my desk at work.
0: Yeah, it's just like, I guess I have a coffee mug if I really need it.
1: Exactly, if I forget my thermos.
0: (laughs) So, we should probably... Do plugs now.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you have any final thoughts about Doctor Doom? Just
0: um, I hope Bendis doesn't mess him up.
1: Yeah, let's let's drink to that.
0: Yeah, let's drink, let's drink to that. Um, Bendis, if you start getting bored, hand it off to someone
1: else, please. Yeah, Bendis, Bendis, we know you're listening. Be cool, come on. But Bendis, please don't mess please, up, Doctor Doom. Please, Bendis, Bendis, don't do us like this. Don't do us wrong, Bendy. Bendy boy. He's been he's been real good for like
0: years. Oh, he,
1: yeah. I, I, but you just know. I mean, it's like all it takes is one writer. And when he's good, he's very good. But when he's bad, oh, oh he's real bad. Watch out. Yeah. So don't 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 mess him up,
0: Bendis. That's that's my fi- final <laughs> go. So, Plux, what, what are you doing?
1: Well, I have a, a little podcast called Wings, a sincere Wings podcast, uh, where fortnightly uh, me and a guest uh, will uh, talk about an episode of Wings or something Wings adjacent uh, that we may or may not actually know anything about. Uh, it may be entirely improvised. Who knows? Uh, and then I also have another upcoming podcast called We'll Get It Right Next Year. With, uh, Ryan Lynch of divisive issues, uh, where we are trying to piece together kind of forensically, uh, the plot of the movie, We Bought a Zoo over the course of a year. And at the end of that year, we'll watch the movie and see how close we got. And we'll also have guests come on and uh, give us little scraps of information. Uh, We'll get Jesse eventually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be a fount of information.
1: Uh, and then uh, there's also another upcoming podcast, uh, that, you know, will happen someday. That's, uh, called Up on the Mesa. Uh, anthropological look at, uh, the world of, um, Wild West, C-O-W boys of the uh, Mu Yes. And we, you have to say the entire. Wild, Wild West, Code of the West, boys of Mu
0: Yes. It's required. Oh yeah, eventually we're going to do that. Hey, Jesse, so, what do you got going on right now? Oh, well, I have a podcast called Turn Two Page. Mm-hmm. It's a choose-your-own-adventure-book podcast. I read choose your own adventure book and we adventure in junk. And I also have a podcast called Random Sampling, where me and my lovely podcast cohort, Carrie Nelson, talk about random stuff that pop, 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 pops up on wikis.
1: <laughs> and it is a delight. <laughs> well, thank you. I
0: put in a lot of work in that that one. It I mean I mean Carrie puts in a lot of work too. Yeah. And it, but yeah. Um I also would like to be supported mm-hmm. either by being uh rated, reviewing and subscribed to on Stitcher, iTunes, your podcatcher of choice or you can support me monetarily by giving me some money on my Patreon um, or buying a shirt or in junk from the Redbubble store. Both of those will be in the description and on the page. Um,
1: the yeah, we, artwork is done by Ryan Healy. We know you got money, Brian Bendis. We know you're listening, and we know you got money, so send some of that money to Jesse. Yeah, please. I, I like... I like
0: some of your stuff. (laughs) So, (laughs) It's a glowing review. After all the, you know, the basically ass-kissing I did uh, Pikmin, (laughs) that you should know that's a...
1: (laughs) 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 It's a glowing review. (laughs) Speaking of reviews, I think people should review this podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah,
0: so, yeah, the artwork is done by Ryan Healy. And, uh, this has been Alphabet Flight. May Kanchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good
1: Goodbye. night. Goodbye! No, I still not. Nope.